It was not love at first sight, no. It was extremely intense, but it was not the first sight. I had been feeling like a worm in love with a star for some time. But I still managed to feel somehow like a big glowing worm, and she was a little star. But on that day, on that day, I saw her singing like a diva, dressed up like a diva, moving like a diva. It was a rehearsal in a living room. I happened to be there. We had a common friend who was a composer, a pianist, a singer. He was also the leader of an a cappella group she was part of. There was a bigger project in preparation, with a choir and musicians. I would have a few notes to play with my flute. I saw her, in costume, singing. The worm I was shrunk to its smallest. The star she was revealed her magnitude. I was burned. Yes, it was just an illusion. She was performing. I fell for the picture. It was not the first time I fell in love with a woman who looked like a dream. It happened so many times to me, actually. I couldn't help using women as coat hangers. You heard me. A coat hanger. You hang a coat onto it. But if, instead of a coat, you have a dream, you need someone to hang it onto. But the dream is in the eye of the beholder, as you know. I didn't do that consciously, of course. I didn't look around thinking, where could I hang my dream? No, it just happened. It happened many times. I didn't do it on purpose, but I could see myself doing it. A smile appeared, beautiful hair, some charm, eyes looking at me. <gasps> the magical dream was conjured up. Suddenly, paradise appeared in front of me, and I would crave to melt, to be absorbed, and disappear in it intensely. But it was never possible. Such a dream is a mirage. You're walking in the desert. You're thirsty like death. You see an oasis. You muster your strength. You run. And the oasis disappears. It's a torment of Tantalus. It is burning in hell. I had a few real girlfriends since Desire woke up in my body. Real girlfriends can't compete. The thirst for the absolute and divine woman. Is this a disease? I think yes. I fell for unapproachable stars so many times. It burned. But it made me feel alive as well. They were my fuel, my motivation to keep living. So it was not the first time that I was mesmerized by femininity. But this time was the strongest I've ever felt. Her name was Lore. Lore, like Laura, like Laurel, the shrub with lovely pink flowers and leaves human beings use to weave crowns of glory. She had a beautiful voice. She worked hard at mastering it. She was ambitious. If my memory is good, she was a Capricorn. I had met her for the first time a few months before. 
at the music school I was going to, to learn to play the flute. After years of fighting with a guitar on my own, I had decided to submit to an external authority and learn a second instrument with a proper teacher and a method. One day, I proposed to go for a chat over coffee. She asked, why? With a suspicious tone of voice. I answered something like, for the pleasure of your company. My words seemed to go down well, she relaxed. She told me I was kind and, and surely another day, but not now because she had things to do and blah, blah, blah. I was thirsty. I was thirsty. Thirsty and thirty, something. I had been struggling with bouts of depression, social anxieties, emotional storms inside, and an emotional straitjacket on the outside for many years. Being able to use the word pleasure in this context, for the pleasure of your company, was such a huge victory that I fell in love, had no emotional maturity. To grow up, you know, plants and children need water. For children, water means positive emotional connection. It means emotional connection, but positive is obviously better. If you grow up in a desert, you may survive as a cactus, but then you, you just don't know how to invite beautiful plants to share your spot. You know, you know intuitively that they, they would try around you. So you dream. You dream instead, especially if you were born a water sign. Have you ever wondered why Scorpio is a water sign when scorpions are found in deserts and other arid places? Fish and crabs live in the sea. It makes sense for them to be used as symbols for water signs. Scorpions are famous for their ability to survive in hostile environments. Like camels, they can do with very little water. However, this very little remains absolutely essential. Philosophers say that fish can't know what water is because they are so immersed in it. Scorpio know water intensely and intimately because they know thirst. On the day of the rehearsal, I was already in love with her, in my coat hanger style. A Jungian analyst would say, projection of the anima. Okay, when I saw her singing like a diva, playing with a fan like a geisha, I was electrocuted. I was up for months of journeying between heaven and hell. Heaven for a look, for a smile, for a word, for just seeing her. Hell for being stuck in this emotional straitjacket. She was kind. She could have been a bitch. Unconscious memories find their way to the surface. <laughs> they appear in disguise. There was a gap. There was no bridge. Everything I could wish for was on the other side. I had to confront the void. I was dreaming. In my natal chart, the North Node is at 24 degree Leo, which technically makes it the 25th degree. The Sabian symbol for this degree shows a camel 
camel crossing the desert. Black Moon Lilith, the void, is conjunct to my north node on the same degree. Because it is in Leo, the sun rules. My story is a typically sun conjunct Neptune in Scorpio story, no? A story of emotional extremes and the struggle to handle them. At the time I'm talking about, Neptune was transiting exactly on my descendant. Uranus was just a few degrees ahead of Neptune. I was electrocuted and fascinated. I can understand that the guy who wrote the Divine Comedy and described Hell, Purgatory and Paradise was in love with a muse. With Neptune, you don't know if you're lost in illusions or on your way to another dimension of reality. By the way, something important to remember about transits and I come back to the story. Transits bring energies that are present in the natal chart. In my natal, Neptune is conjunct the Sun. So uh, it gives a, a great emphasis on it. And the fifth house is not only the house of creativity, but also the house of romance. The conjunction to the Sun gives Neptune a very strong emphasis. I've already said that. Uh, I'm not going to make a lecture about transits now, but if you see Neptune approaching an angle of your chart, but don't think your life is going to be like mine. Uh, start by understanding the natal placement. Anyway, the first representation of the show, music by Jean-Paul Fink and poems by Pablo Neruda, another great romantic, happened in Carcassonne in April 1994. My progressed moon was in its balsamic phase, the last phase of the cycle, its conclusion, the seeding of seeds. In the last episode I was telling you about Francie, do you remember? We would become lovers and partners in the summer of the, the same year. She fell for me, <laughs> listening to me talk about love. <laughs> well, strange way to fall in love. I had organized a party at my place, the celebration of the zebra. By this, I meant that I had done the chores, uh, all the cleaning and putting things away. This was worth celebrating. Zebra's stripes are parallel. Zebras are very organized animals when you think of it, and I needed to celebrate being a little bit more organized. So I invited a few friends to make my flat a mess again. At the end of the party, Francie proved herself a good listener. The day after, she called me. She said that we were friends, and that friends can make love, can't they? She was an Aries, Venus and Rising. On the 12th of July 1994, we went to listen to a band of four classic saxophonists playing in the yard of a local castle. Then we spent the night together. How annoying I couldn't perform. It's a rather humiliating situation. Astrologers and storytellers should talk more about sexuality. Scorpios know how powered by emotions sexuality is. Or maybe that's mostly water signs who can't just dissociate their feelings from their senses. What do you think? What was really great though, thank you, Francie, is that we were friends. 
And even if friends can't make love, they are still friends, aren't they? The next night, we were in bed together again. She expected nothing would happen. And that's when it happened. And worked very well. And kept working very well until drama would part us some years later. That's how our story started. One of the greatest love stories of my life. I was still in love with my dream, but reality was gaining ground.